welcome to the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend, a money mindset and success coach on a mission to normalize feminine wealth through empowering the minds of fierce females in business. You're in the right place if you are a female who wants to become a vibrational match to attract more wealth, freedom, and abundance because the world needs more kind-hearted women like you with deep pockets. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend. And I thought that this episode that I recorded yesterday, that was episode 40 for last week, was going to be the last episode that I did for the year. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. It's episode 40, and it's three powerful questions that you can ask yourself if you didn't nail 2022. As in, if you didn't reach all your goals or there was milestones that you were trying to achieve, but it didn't quite come together in the end as you hoped it would, go and check out that episode, listen to those three questions, and journal it out because there's just so many different perspectives that you can give to it. And it's not often that, well, not to say it's not often, a lot of the time we don't always meet our big vision goals in that time, especially when we're so strict on a time frame around it, but that's the art of surrendering, right? So often we need to give up the timeframes and know that it will come when it's supposed to come. So anyway, go check out the episode. I won't talk about it anymore because it was really, really good. Those three questions are so powerful. I reflected on them at the beginning of the week. So much came up. So anyway, as I'm recording this, it's the day before Christmas Eve, but you'll catch this episode after Christmas. So I hope you have the most beautiful Christmas and just filled up your cup, you know, and spent time with the people that you love. I know it's such a magical time of year. It's honestly my favorite time of year. And yeah, I'm just, it's all coming through. You know, at the moment, I just felt like, you know what, I had a lot of inspiration today. And so this episode was really, really well suited to this time of year. So what I want to talk about today, and hopefully that it will get you inspired to think about it as well, is thinking about the year that was. And for me, it was a year of expansion. And I say that because my word of the year for 2022 was expansion. So for the last couple of years, I have always picked a word of the year. So in 2020, my word was believe. And that was to just believe in myself and back myself and back my vision and do the scary things and put myself out there. And it was honestly, I only launched my business in October, 2019. So it felt really fitting for believe to be the word of the year for 2020. Then the word of the year for 2021 was intentional to be really intentional about how I spent my time, what I was consuming what I was putting out there, all of it. And also that was the year that I birthed my third child. Um, And so, yeah, I just really needed to be really quite intentional. I had her and I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old at the time. And I actually was in the middle of a big break in my business. So I took a big break off from October, 2020 through till June, 2021. So that's when I relaunched and I relaunched with a newborn baby because, you know, what else do you do when you got a newborn baby and two toddlers? <laughs> um, but yeah, intentional really served me well that year. So the word of the year for this year, 2022 was expansion. And honestly, the word of the year is, I think, more of a theme of the year. Like what rings true for you in that moment and what feels really good and what can bring you back to your I guess, intention for the year that you're setting, the things that you want to do and achieve and the milestones and the bold moves and the bravery and the inner work and all of it wrapped up. So 
I encourage you to have a think about it. And maybe you already did have a word of the year or theme of the year for this year. I would love to know, I guess, for you, think about it. What was it? What did it mean to you? And did you achieve it? Do you feel like your year encompassed that word? So for me, expansion, this is what it means to expand my reach and launch my programs and be really consistent and show up regardless of what was going on. I also joined a high-level mastermind to really rise me up and to put myself around expanders. That was another big thing for me was just be around people who expand me and expand my vision and also moving through my fear of being seen and sharing my voice. So I'm someone you could probably say has a very open throat chakra, hence the podcast, because I could talk for days. But this was something that still come through a lot. It was my fear of being seen and putting myself out there. So I really kept coming back to that word expansion over and over. Like 2022 is my year of expansion. And honestly, I feel like I lived up to it in every sense of the word. And in a moment, I'll go through, you know, the sort of blocks that come up around that though and the resistance that I felt and things that I'd moved through because that's a part of it, right? New level, new devil. There's always things that come up no matter how much you feel like you've moved through them and you've worked through them. Sometimes the same things come up. They might just appear in different ways or they're for different reasons or there might be new lessons that are being brought upon you to learn. So during this year, I like, it was just such a huge year, such a huge year. I had private clients. I launched Money Methodology, which was a program that was on my heart for so long. You know, that's my signature money program. It encompasses everything that I did personally that moved my money mindset. Like it's totally expanded my money mindset, to be honest. And hence this business and hence this journey because it is so powerful and it was my biggest transformation. So I knew that I needed to share that with as many people as I could possibly share it with because it is so transformational. Working on your money mindset changes your entire life. So money methodology was launched for that purpose. And then I also launched, launched, oh my God, I can't even talk. I launched my own mastermind called Momentum. And that was simply amazing. Like that was so, so amazing. So intimate. It was a intimate, seriously, I can't even talk at this time of night. It was so intimate and just beautiful. It was a beautiful six months together. All of us, like we didn't want it to end. And it was so beautiful seeing the ladies get, you know, emotional at the end saying, we just don't want this to be over. You know, I can't believe it's already over. And, and all the the limiting beliefs that they had moved through, all the moves that they had taken, how they had felt the fear and did things anyway. They had launched programs and podcasts and signed clients and pivoted and launched brand new businesses and opened up different avenues of another, you know, new businesses that could come off the back of that, that they didn't even realize existed at the beginning of the mastermind. You know, they lent into their energy and they they really began to master their energetic side and allow themselves to I suppose, give themselves a permission to do what it is that lights them up and know that they're always on the right track, no matter the resistance. And this was something I actually said to a girlfriend today. I said, we'll always be faced with challenges and resistance, but that's when we know we're on the right path. Because if it feels so damn good and we know it's something we need to do, there are always going to be the lessons that come up. So just a reminder for you, you know, if you're feeling that resistance and those challenges at the moment, even though you know that this was meant to you, you know that 
you are here to create an impact in the world and you just need to remember that, right? There is always going to be resistance. There will always be challenges, but it's it's forcing you to rise up. It's forcing you to grow. So the, the only thing on the other side of resistance is growth. When there's no resistance, there's no growth. So take it as a beautiful sign and roll with it. So even this year, other than um, money methodology and momentum. You know, I had masterclasses. I was featured in, on several different podcasts. I was an expert guest in um, multiple group programs for other coaches. And that was just incredible. And yeah, I, I also got so many incredible opportunities for next year that I can't talk about just yet. But oh my God, I cannot believe it. You know, it, it was something on my vision board come true. And it was something that I it was like a big, big goal vision, right? That I didn't actually see coming for years, but it was something that I was just like, that for me is going to happen one day. I know that's going to happen one day. And guess what? I surrendered that. I let it go. I didn't think about it again. I was like, yep, I know that's coming for me and it'll all come in divine timing. And then it come real quickly. (laughs) And then it come before the year was out a few months after I'd put it on my vision board. I can't even believe it. So I'll share more of that into uh, 2023 when that all comes to fruition because it's just insane. It is insane. And going through all of that, like it was such a beautiful, expansive year, but there were also blocks that come up. So I really wanted to share this as well because sometimes you can only see, I guess, on social media and things, you only see the highlights. You don't necessarily see, I guess, the depth and the lessons that people go through. And I do love sharing that. I do love sharing what I'm actually going through. And I'm very real, especially um, with my private clients and especially my mastermind. Like I was such an open book and shared with them exactly what was going on in the moment, you know? So some of the things that came up for me was forcing myself to learn to surrender even more and to trust that everything would work out. There's something my husband and I always say to ourselves, and it's, it's all coming together. And I always repeat it over and over, especially when, you know, might have launches that flop. And I definitely did this year, you know, I had launches that flopped and I had launches that were amazing. And I had so many opportunities and collaborations and features and it was so, so good. But at times it was like, okay, well, it's going to work out. You know, the way I look at it is nothing's ever a failure. It's always a lesson. So remember that you are never failing. There's always a lesson that can be learned from it. And just to keep moving anyway, because it is, it's all coming together and you're always planting the seeds for your future success, right? You're always planting the seeds for the growth of your business. So when you look at them like seeds, like opportunities to learn and to grow, then you never fail. You never look at anything like a failure. Something that I also became, I guess, really good at and you know, maybe you've noticed from listening to my podcast, but they're pretty unedited. You know, I just get on. Sometimes I have notes, sometimes I don't. And I just wing it. I just wing it and I speak my truth and I speak whatever is on my heart to share. And so taking messy action and just moving through that whole perfectionism block was something that I really need to get done. You know, that was something that was really holding me back for a long time because I am such a perfectionist. Well, I was, you know, I used to identify with someone who was, had to get everything perfect and it had to always be, you know, perfectly planned out. I used to be a project manager. And so there was a lot of pressure and obviously you couldn't make a mistake. So I think that came from then, but also it was other lessons that came up were being really focused and moving through procrastination. So perfectionism and procrastination honestly go hand in hand. 
procrastinating is something that, you know, we still move through in seasons, right? Like there's still times that I definitely procrastinate, even when it's something that I love doing, you know, I put it off because I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have time at the moment or I've got to do this with the kids or maybe I've, you know, had a really shitty sleep because I've had a teething baby and then I'm tired the next morning. I didn't get done what I wanted to do that next morning because I didn't get up early. Do you know what I mean? Like that procrastination will always rear its ugly head, but there's definitely ways that you can move through that. And just starting is the best thing. Just doing it is the best thing. Like literally five minutes, begin doing whatever it is. And if you only get five minutes, you only get five minutes and whatever you get done is great. Often the five minutes turns into like, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, 40, whatever. It just, it continues on. And all of a sudden, you know, you're just in this momentum, you're in this flow and it feels really easy and it feels really good. And you're like, why was I procrastinating that the whole time? So if you're like me, you'll move through those, pick them up because procrastination and perfectionism, they do come down to limiting beliefs. So there's a lot of them that I had to move through, you know, why do I think I have to get things perfect? Or why am I procrastinating on this? Like, what's the worst thing that could happen if I just showed up and I took messy action? What's the worst thing that I could happen if I just surrendered to this and trusted it'll all work out anyway? And ask yourself that in those moments, you know, honestly, what is the worst thing that could happen? And what is the answer? And is there anything you can do to avoid that from happening? You know, And if not, then you can't control it. So if you can't change the outcome of something, then you can't change it. And we need to move on from that and just keep moving forward, right? One foot in front of the other, 1% every day, planting those seeds, because that is what makes the difference. And that is why people become so successful is because they just don't give up on themselves. And this is something, this point this year that I also had to go through was, you know, if I give up now, this is all for nothing. All these years, all this time, all this discipline, you know, all of it, all of it was worth nothing. Like it was all for nothing. The time away from my kids was all for nothing. So you you never, ever fail until you give up. I think that is honestly the only time that we can really surrender to it being a failure is because we gave up on ourselves. And the last sort of thing that came up that was really, really obvious to me was thinking that I should be further ahead than what I am. And maybe you felt like this too, because it is very easy sometimes, I guess, you know, scroll your feed and you're like, oh my God, everyone's, you know, killing it and they're doing this and they're doing that. Then I had to check myself and go, why do I think I should be further ahead than what I am? I have only been in business for a couple of years, really. Like I was in business for a year, then I took 10 months off and now I've been back for 18 months. So why do I think I should be further ahead than what I am? Like that is just ridiculous. You know, everything happens in divine timing. I, you know, had, I had a baby in that time, (laughs) you know, I've got three kids. I've birthed three kids. Like I'm a mother first and a business owner second, you know? So that is a big different thing. So especially for any mothers listening to this, you are exactly where you are supposed to be right now. This season of your life, this season in your business, you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And to be honest, I think building a sustainable business that is around your family and it is around your life is always the goal. And it will move as fast or as slow as it is supposed to because it is all in divine timing. It is exactly what it was supposed to be. You know, there are definitely times where that we haven't taken the actions that we we know we should have, we wish we had, right? 
So we can only look back on them and go, what's the lesson in that? What was holding me back? Why did I take so long? Or why didn't I do those things? And maybe next year, that's where I need to be more intentional. You know, be more intentional with these couple of key things that you feel a little bit shitty about at the end of the year. So yeah, think about that too. You know, what was your word or theme of the year? And what were the blocks that came up for you around that? Or even going into next year, when you think, what is my word for next year? Like 2023, what is 2023 about? Like what is calling me to focus on, I guess? And how are you being called to rise up? How are you being called to just step up and grow? And what are the lessons you can take from this year to move into next year? Because I mean, at the end of the day, we've all got the same 24 hours in the day, right? We've all got the same amount of days every year. And some have kids, some don't, like we've all got different life events that happen. And, you know, the year hasn't been as easy. Like we've experienced, you know, loss in our family, which was freaking tough. Like it was really tough, but kept moving anyway. Right. Because that's what happens. And sorry if I'm saying right too much, but I feel like, you know, this is the way I just speak. (laughs) It just comes out. This is, I don't know. I've got a couple of notes here, but whatever comes out just comes out. Anyway, moving on. What is your word of the year for 2023? So I was reflecting on this over the last couple of weeks and what I thought was my word of the year or my focus, what was my focus for the year was like collaboration and leadership. I kind of couldn't decide between the two, to be honest. Then this morning I did a meditation and it was clear as day. It was clear as day. I was like, it's not collaboration. It's not leadership. My word of the year is authority. It was literally like in my mind's eye, it was authority. Carla, it's time to be the authority. And my one of my beautiful coaches this year, she actually said to me today, she actually said to me, Carla, you're already an authority. You just need to see yourself the way that everyone else sees you you know? And I thought, oh, that's actually what I really needed to hear because it was like, you know, why do we do that? Why do we do that? We know that we are so passionate and so knowledgeable about the thing that we, we teach on, we preach, we live, we breathe, we, we walk the talk, you know? So why do we feel so hard sometimes to see ourselves as the authority when everyone else does, you know, all our clients do, all our, you know, subscribers do. And, you know, we get feedback upon feedback about these breakthroughs and, you know, thank you for your work and thank you for your words and all that sort of stuff. So why is it so difficult sometimes to see ourselves as an authority? So anyway, that word came to me just, yeah, clear as day. Like it was literally, it was like a picture and it just said authority in my, in my mind. And I thought that's it. So that to me, authority to me means stepping further into self-leadership and really standing in my authority. Um, There will obviously be that portion of like collaborating as well, stepping further into that seven-figure CEO mindset because that is truly what I desire. I do desire to have a seven-figure business. So what's the next step in that direction? you know, onboarding more support in my business. I obviously have support at the moment, but just going a bit deep with that. So I have a bookkeeper at the moment. I did have a VA at the start of the year and then it was sort of on off. Anyway, so that's another area is like getting another virtual assistant and a cleanup. I cannot believe how difficult it has been to get a cleaner. (laughs) Like 
Oh my God. So we had one, we had one and she was supposed to come and then she didn't come and, you know, said her kids were sick and whatnot. And I was like, oh, totally fair. I can definitely relate to that. And then like, she didn't show up again. And it was just, I just thought, wow, okay, maybe you're not the right cleaner for me. Like maybe you're not the right one to support me because I don't know what's going on here, but it was a weird vibe. You know, when you get that weird vibe and your energy is just like, no, this is, this needs to be a no, because if I, like my, my intuition was speaking to me very clearly. It was like, no color, this isn't the one for you. You know, you're going to get the support from someone else. You're going to meet someone else who is, you know, I don't know, ready to support you in that way. But honestly, a cleaner would be a dream because trying to keep on top of the house with these three little kids, just absolutely demolishing my house. I mean, I'm a pretty, I'm a neat freak. Let's just put it that way. Like I'm a neat freak. I need things tidy. I work from home. I have spent majority of the last three years working from home. So I need to have a tidy space because for me, a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. Maybe you're the same, but yeah, having a cleaner just to come and support me and my family would be amazing. And it also frees up time to then um, put that time into my business instead. And obviously then again, helping me step into that CEO mindset of that seven biggest CEO mindset, I should say, of outsourcing and getting that support because you cannot do all the things. And yes, we love to wear all the hats and women, we are great at multitasking and all of that, but sometimes we need to actually get the support. And yeah, anyway, that's where I'm at. There's a tangent for you. Anyway, re-looking at my systems and my processes and strategies and all of those. That's where I feel stepping. I'm stepping into. So that authority as a whole, is that's kind of what it looks like to me. So what does it look like to you? What is your word of the year? What's your theme of the year for next year? And what does it mean to you? And maybe you haven't got it yet. Maybe you will over the next coming weeks, you know. It might be a good idea to just, I don't know, reflect reflect first of all on this year. What came up for you? How did it feel? What was your theme? Did you feel like you reached it? And then what feels good to you to go further? Or maybe you might do a meditation too, and it might come to you clear as day as it did for me. So yeah, I highly recommend doing that because that's what you can just tap back into. And it's kind of like grounds you into this theme of like, this is who I'm this is who I'm stepping into. And this word is kind of like, I find it as a grounding word, to, to be honest, like brings me back to what is my intention for the year? So yeah, anyway, that's my big wrap up. So I'll just give you those few things really quickly and maybe you can take them with you just to, you know, journal on it later, think about it, maybe meditate on it, just see what comes up, you know, maybe even go for a walk and just see what comes through to you. But anyway, here's a few things to think about a little bit more. So first of all, what was your word for this year? What did it mean to you? And what blocks came up for you that you had to work through? You know, blocks, limiting beliefs, whatever you want to call it. What came up for you that you had to work through? You know, where did you feel like you dropped the ball a little bit? What feels like a good word for the year or theme of the year moving into next year? And what does that truly mean to you? And here's my last little question, which I just love. I love, love, love is what do you want your business to provide you in 2023? What are your goals? What are your dreams? And I mean, big dreams, right? Like what do you want your business to provide you or just life to provide you? What do you want to experience in the year of 2023? So I don't know about you, but I am a specific manifester. 
Now, if you don't know whether you're specific or unspecific, it is in your human design chart, like a little arrow at your head. So go and Google that if you haven't already and figure out whether you're specific or non-specific. So for me, I am specific, which means that, you know, I literally need to write down exactly what it is that I intend on experiencing. Hence, I obviously do vision boards and they have very specific things on them. And I've been doing this for a few years now. And I can tell you up until this year, almost all of my vision board, you know, images and things that I've had on there have come true. And yeah, honestly, manifesting is, I think, um, very underrated. So go find out whether you're a specific or non-specific and how you can best manifest. I definitely will be moving, um, not moving, but like I will definitely be expanding a bit more of my content around that because I do get asked a lot, how do I, I guess, how do I sort of set goals and how do I, how do I manifest what I want to manifest? Because it, it does seem to happen a lot for me, <laughs> which is amazing, but I know how I manifest and I move through those things anyway. And there's obviously a whole lot of inner work and a whole lot of different things that are going to happen with that. But um, yeah, I'm very, very specific as to what I desire to call in. And I write it down, like down to the dollar amount, like very specific. If you don't know, again, maybe meditate on it, maybe journal on it, maybe think, like allow yourself the permission, like allow yourself the permission, give yourself the permission to dream big. Like if you could accomplish Every single thing that you wanted next year, what would it be? Minus any expectations or any opinions of anybody else, what would you do? Like this time next year, what will you be saying that you are so grateful for that you did, that you cannot believe that it all came true? Like what would that be for you? And really let yourself dive into that because you might be very, very surprised at what comes up. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up here. It's 25 minutes of me talking your ear off. So I hope that you have had the most beautiful year. I hope that you kicked so many goals this year and it doesn't matter if you didn't hit them all. Everything is in divine timing. You are exactly where you are meant to be. And now it is time to really rise up and make 2023 the year, the year. So I'll leave you with that. Have a beautiful, safe new year, and I will speak to you very soon. So I'm sure this gave you lots to think about and lots of areas to explore, and I would love to know what come up for you. So please share this episode to your stories and tag me at Money Mindset Hub because I'd love to know your takeaways. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, please share it with them. And remember, everything you desire and deserve is just on the other side of your own resistance. So keep moving forward. Thank you so much for being here and I'll catch you in the next episode.